Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across this beautiful blue-green globe of ours. Welcome to Real News Live. It is a Friday night power trio with your host, Mike Barra in Seattle, Washington. Joined tonight, as always, by the man on my stage left to my... Anyway, TV's Blake Wally, somewhere east of California. Looks like you're getting ready to tend some bar there tonight, Blake. We're going to be drinking? Uh, what, are, what are we going to be drinking? Yep, the night shift. No, actually, I did quite a bit of drinking. I got uh, drunk at uh, Kid Rock's place last night in Nashville. So that was uh, <laughs> so you've, you've had enough alcohol for a next day or two. You know, that's the thing. I I got pretty blasted at Duran Duran the other night at the Climate Fraud Arena and uh, Climate Pledge Arena. No, Climate Fraud Arena because that's what it is. And uh, I haven't wanted to drink since then, but I'm going to. Also joined, of course, by the first officer, our own Mr. Spock, the man whom you cannot spend four hours in a car with and not come away smarter, Dr. Brooks Agnew. Somewhere in the Carolinas, Brooks, we'll be seeing you next week, Thursday or hey, Friday, Friday right. at NC. Jude Jensen's Bruce Pine. Pine. I'm so jazzed awesome. about that. I got friends coming from all over. Cool. I, I've got some people coming too. I hope that uh, I wish there were more, but that's the way it goes. And hopefully it'll be uh, pretty well sold out. I also have new t-shirts. Well, tank tops coming for you ladies that attend Spruce Pine, North Carolina, and who come to Vegas later, and maybe those that come to Barcelona. And I'll be probably selling them on the website and stuff soon. But those are a surprise. I will be showing you those in the next, as soon as we're sure we can go to production on them, you'll see them. So those are coming, and uh, look forward to that one, ladies. That'll be good. I am Brooks. What are you drinking tonight? Anything? Uh, no, I'm just drinking uh, Perrier. It's been okay. a long day, and I haven't. Not going to start. I'll start tomorrow. I am going to drink a four forty nine dollar Costco <laughs> red blend from Portugal tonight. I'm going to try that out, even though I shouldn't. Geez, guys, I had a tough afternoon. I, you know, I'm I'm uh, marginally diabetic, and I do this thing where I, you know, I'm trying to keep my blood sugars down, although I don't pay a lot of attention to that. And the middle of the day, we took the dog for a walk, and I started getting really dizzy, and I was like, "Oh shiz!" Because uh, you can crash. You know, you can go the opposite way. And uh, I just had to stuff my face and, and take a nap. I, I was just really dizzy, but uh, hey, I made it here. Couldn't miss it. And here's to you and the audience, everybody who's there. Let's see who's here. Well, Rick Norman is here. Hi, Rick. Uh, it's been a while since you've been on. Two weeks. I think we were on two weeks ago. 
Oh, that's really dreadful. That tastes like four ninety nine. That's okay. I'm gonna drink it anyway. Uh, v Reed, Virginia Reed is here. Baba two. Ori is here. Ori, I think you're new. I don't know. Susie QRN. I was just thinking about you. I haven't talked to you in quite a while. We should discuss Simon Parks tonight. I'd get, like to get your input on it. Um, Laura Mills is here, a solid Friday nighter from Laura. Hi, Laura. How are you? Paul Martins is here, one of our favorites from all the way back when we started Real News Live. Lee Harris is here. Hello, Lee. Uh, good evening. Hope nobody tripped on my sandbags today. Oh, he spoiled it. Damn it. He spoiled the opening. Old Dog is here. Just saw Mike in Accidental Truth today. Not sure what that one is, but okay. You know, sometimes you just... You're so famous and you do so many interviews, you know, you just lose track. <laughs> uh, hi, you guys. Kimberly Reck. Hi, Kim Kim. He, she did our wonderful space art, our Star Trek art, and our mm -hmm. Space 1999 art, and our Thunderbirds art, and all that cool stuff. Happy Friday from good old Boise, Idaho. Boy Dogs is here. Cool. Uh, Kim is drinking Glasgow Scotch. Mm. Nice. Nice. Patriot Noyes girl is here. Hi, Michelle. Hope you're feeling better and getting better and healing all the time. Um, she's buns. I don't know. Uh, old dog. Mention Mike Barra three. Mention on Mike Barra three. I just saw Mike in accidental truth. Okay, yeah. Repeating that. Hello, Kathleen Abella Perez. Ron Davidoff, the man with the wrenches here. Hello, Uncle Ron. How are you doing? How are you doing today? And Truth Seeker is here. Hello, all, and Michelle says she is getting there. Thank you. Nice. Okay, so let's start um, today's show. Where, with you know, like, where else are we going to start it? Uh, we got to start with the Keystone Cop clown that is our president, uh, supposedly our president. This this is hilarious. This is Joe Biden uh, yesterday. Joe Biden. <laughs> at the uh, at the Air Force Academy. Let's just watch it. What a fucking clown. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there is uh, another version. We had we have one more. Uh, we had we had one more, but there is one. There is of course the. Um, uh, sorry, let me. The Trump put one out on uh, Truth Social. I can't stop it. There we go. All right. Um, Joe Biden goes down, crashes on his face. There's of course the usual golf memes. Oh, do we have a golf meme? Oh gosh. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch that one more time. <laughs> oh, it didn't come up. Come on. Damn it. Sometimes I hate this platform. I really do. Sometimes I hate it. But okay. Uh, it was the meme, of course, of President Trump swinging the golf club and knocking Joe Biden down. Which, you know, isn't really funny, guys. I mean, you have this guy who's basically, um, you know, shits, him, shits himself in a diaper, 
Um, there's a story going around that when he met Camilla Parker Bowles, he ripped a really long fart forever that took like, you know, five minutes to be done. And it, I'm not kidding. That story was actually going around. I don't know if it's true or not. And he, um, um, unemployment went up, unexpectedly went up. Why would it be unexpected with this clown in charge of everything? I don't know. Went up uh, both unemployment and people with a second job becoming unemployed. So it's like everything is going up that's supposed to be going down, including inflation. We're basically following the path of the Weimar Republic to our dollar being worthless. And how much longer, Blake, do you think this clown show can go on before somebody demands something be changed? What do you think? I'm still just holding out till the uh, the election of 2024, and we'll see what happens from there. I don't know if they're going to run them or not. Um, I'm trying to do a little news prep because I've had a very busy, busy, busy week um, driving from Nashville. I actually tuned into the old uh, X22 report just for the heck of it, and uh, he was kind of making it sound like you know, uh, like this is like intentional. If I'm getting this right, that they that Biden is there to f things up. And then Trump can come back and fix everything. I don't know if that's yeah. true, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a clown show. We're on year three of this uh, embarrassment. Although it is, you know, these highlights are pretty funny. I don't know what the uh, future is going to think when they look back at this, that we've actually uh, propped this guy up as long as we have. But here we are. It's it's almost It's almost hard to believe that that's not what's going on because – this guy would have been removed a long time ago unless there was a reason to keep him in, which is to make people basically appreciate how terrible the Democrats are. Uh, Brooks, what do you think about that scenario? Do you, I mean, I hear things. First of all, I think it's reasonable. Oh, by the way, YouTube has made a decision, according to Axios, that we can now talk about 2020 election fraud on their platform. Oh my so, God. first of all, fuck you, YouTube, for banning. <laughs> I, can I get my account back? Can I get a Mike Barra official back with my twelve thousand eight hundred subscribers? I mean, I was I was starting to pump in subscribers. I was picking up pace. I was definitely had to do a hundred thousand, and then boom, they took me down for talking about election fraud. So that's good news. But speaking of election fraud, Brooks, do you think it's a feasible scenario that this is not the same guy? From 2018 or 2019, he looks different. He did disappear for about a year. And that this is all a setup by people to make it as embarrassing as it could possibly be. Does that make any sense to you or you think that's bullshit? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I see the way the plan is going. It's obvious that there's been a transfer of wealth to the tune of about $4.5 trillion dollars the biggest transfer of wealth in global history. We have seen uh, over 500 new billionaires formed in the last three years. We have seen a all-out assault on several fronts, regulations, taxes, all kinds of, uh, of uh, confiscatory actions against the middle class. It has created and expanded the working poor. It's created and expanded the ultra-rich. And and that is all by design. Now, I I can't see where that's a good thing. Hurting the middle class is not a good thing. Building up more billionaires, not a good thing. Creating more working poor, not a good thing. I don't think the 2020 election 
was real. I think it was fake. I think it was fixed. I think the 2022 election was fake and fixed. There should have been a red wave. It turned out to be a red uh, stain. And we've been playing this game uh, since the election with McCarthy. And I think the healthiest thing we went through, actually, was the week we went without a speaker. That yeah. was actually the healthiest thing we have done in politics in a long time. What went on this last week, the selling of uh, raising the debt ceiling, was an absolute fiasco, absolute joke. That budget that they passed is so meaningless, it isn't funny. The most powerful thing I've heard probably in the last two months is Trump came out yesterday morning and said that he could fix this economy in six months or less. Turn it completely around. And I believe him. But it is it is going to be an all-out war. It's going to be an all-out war. I know what they're trying to accomplish because I've written about it. And we, you and I have spoken about it for over right. five years. Right. We know what they're trying to accomplish. We know that there's this reset going to happen. What they're trying to do is slant that reset so that it works in the favor of Davos and Klaus Schwab. And what right. we're trying to do is is work that reset so that it literally eliminates all this fake debt that our country has been saddled with. And and yep. that, that's what the battle's over right now. I and again that bad of a thing that we default on our debt because our enemies hold a lot of that debt. And the Fed holds a lot of that debt. What we should do is just discount that debt, bring the, the uh, national debt back to about $10 billion, and pass an amendment requiring a balanced budget. Simple as that. Yeah, it is simple. And, and I've told you many times that with fiat currency, guys, let's say the debt is $35 trillion. You mint a single point nine 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 pure gold coin in the denomination of 35 trillion dollars in gold and you walk it over to the federal reserve window and you say here i just paid off your fake paper money with my real gold and now i don't owe you jack shit have a nice day and they really for all their 35 trillion dollars all they've got for of any real value is about two thousand dollars worth of gold so that's the way to do this that's the secret and that's probably what's going to be done in the background if this thing ever shifts, I agree with you, Brooks. And and I mean, yeah, we really do seem to be to be in a war. I just wish there were more signs that there were good guys out there and that the good guys were actually on our side. But I did take what you said right there. You know, I think it's important because I, I agree with you, you know, with what Trump said a couple of weeks ago. So what if we default? What is default? It's going to default anyway. He didn't make the point that you made which is that China holds most of the debt. Well, what's that going to do to China if we don't pay them? It's They're not going to have any fucking money. It so guess right what? The they collapse. It says right in the Constitution that we do not pay our enemies. So the scenario here is if we default, China goes bankrupt and we pay off our debts with a $2,000 gold coin. Okay, well, right. we're done. Thank you, Federal Reserve. You're out of here. It could happen exactly that way. And I'm just curious, Blake, I'm really wondering, are these shenanigans that we are seeing part of that process? Um, and, and Brooks, do you have something to say? Or Well, you know how they're going to pay the debt. They're just going to print toilet paper. Yeah. That's yeah. how they're going to pay it. Out of our birth certificate accounts at the Federal Reserve is how well, they're going to keep doing right. it. You should just take this Dove chocolate right here and say, yeah. 
here you go. Dead well, skin yeah. and wool. Yeah. Stick this, you know. Yeah. Especially since, you know, doll, a dollar, let's just pretend this is a silver coin. I got some silver coins back there. You know, a dollar is, is actually a measurement. It's a, it's a form of measurement. It's like dollars of what? You can pay in dollars of coffee beans, you know? Okay, well, here's here's $100,000 in coffee beans. You could pay it that way. There's all kinds of different ways you can do it. It's very bizarre stuff when you really get into it. But this brings up another question. So they passed this bill. They passed this resolution to extend the debt ceiling again. And some people are saying it doesn't matter. It's not going to matter because everything's still going to go to default anyway. It's just a question of time but here's the curious part when they did this it violated kevin mccarthy's agreement it did with the republicans to remain speaker of the house and i want to um i want to show again a thing i got on my telegram page uh see if you guys can see this um Matt Gates warns of immediate motion to vacate if McCarthy passes debt ceiling deal without the GOP. And as I read this, and as I understand this, and maybe Brooks, you or Blake can correct me if I'm wrong. Well, let's listen to what Matt Matt had to say here real briefly. Matt, did you ever pay AOC for that lap dance? <laughs> I don't hear anything. Can't hear anything. Yeah, it's really low. All right. Hang on. Let me try it again. I'll okay. turn it up really loud. So let's go back and see what they say. I still can't hear anything. Okay. You still can't hear it? No, it looks like your your signal is on red one bar. I don't know if yeah, this has anything to do with it. There is some. Uh, can you, you guys can hear me okay though, right? Yeah, I can hear yeah. you fine. Yeah, there is some uh, weakness apparently. And there, uh, you know, I've had this problem before. Let me tell you what he says. What he says is, according to our agreement, it only takes one representative, one Republican representative, to object a motion to um, just, you know to dismiss to object to this guy, and he's out of there. So I'm I'm going to throw out a scenario to you that I've heard is is actually possible, if not the, what they're planning out. Joe Biden is removed by the 25th Amendment or resigns for incompetence, for starting a war, and we're gonna get to that in a minute, or um, he, you know, he quit, or he, he voluntarily quits. Kamala Harris is forced out because scandals are revealed in her past. Kevin McCarthy would then become president. Well, unless somebody files a motion to vacate and then Kevin McCarthy is not speaker of the house. So then nobody's president, right? No, then the president becomes president of the Senate pro tempore who right now is yellow teeth, witch, vicious hag, Senator Patty Murray from Washington state, my state. She's oh, wonderful. She stole her seat unless, unless one Senator, and I'm just going to throw out some names here, you know, Manchin, Kirsten Cinema, decides to either switch parties or go independent and caucus with the Republicans, in which case the president pro tempore becomes Charles Grassley of Iowa. Now, again, I'm going to I'm going to point out to you today, the other day, 
Phil Godlewski, who someone with some, I've got a couple things with him. Some people like him, some people hate him, some people are in between on him, like I am. He was wearing an Iowa Hawkeyes hat in his live stream two days ago, which I took to mean Grassley. And he claims to have inside information. He claims to have intel. Blake, as I look at things, I see a scenario like that setting up. The only piece we don't have right now is how do they push Kamala Harris out? Because I don't know what's in her background. But everything else kind of lines up, right? We're that close to having Biden removed. I mean, the guy can't even guy can't even walk, right? We're that close to having Biden removed by scandal for health reasons or resigning because, you know, he breaks his hip or whatever. Kamala Harris, Kevin McCarthy, they're all gone. And then we're in La La Land. Then we're in a place we've never been before in this union. Any any idea? Does any of that appeal to you? Does any of it? I'm just going for a feel here. What what rings true? Yeah, they kind of push the timeline back, I guess, if we're going to go into that, because that's been thrown out there a few times before. We weren't sure if uh, somehow things were going to align where, yeah, Grassley becomes president or at least in the temporary and uh, things are supposed to happen after that. And it kind of just went away and now things are lining up potentially again. That would be very interesting to see. And it is plausible now that we're putting it together and who knows what they have on Kamala behind the scenes that they haven't shared with the public, but I'm sure there's enough to maybe uh, disqualify her from taking the position in case uh, Biden can't go anymore. And he's uh, falling apart pretty badly as we've seen. Um, Still got a year left. So yeah, I guess it's uh, anything is on the table and hopefully we'll get uh, an exciting thing that happens because that that would be an epic uh, ending to this whole charade that we've had to uh, live through the last several years. So yeah, bring it on. Let's see it. I I hope to see it. Yeah. And I would add to uh, what Brooks talked about earlier, 2018 was also stolen. The, the 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 Democrats did not win nine seats in Orange County, California in 2018. They did not win. Kristen Sinema stole her seat. Maybe maybe the way she gets paid, you know, she pays that back when she, they caught her is, well, you, at the right time, you're going to jump to the Republican Party. Maybe that's what they told her. We caught you. You're you know, if you want to stay out of prison and stay in the Senate. You have to jump ship when we tell you to. Maybe that's her deal. I, well, there, I there are a couple other things. Uh, Trump teed up again, abolishing the anchor baby clause or the anchor baby uh, action that was taken by the State Department, erroneously, by the way. And there have been some excellent legal opinions put out there in the last few days about this. It goes back to the 14th Amendment and it goes back to the choice in the amendment between soil or blood now the uh, amendment was originally written the 14th amendment was originally written based on blood in other words if you're born here in the united states to at least one american citizen you're an american citizen Uh, the only reason that it was interpreted the way it was in the 14th amendment is because of the 13th amendment which was the emancipation proclamation because there were a lot of African-Americans or, or slaves that were not born here, but were naturalized as citizens. <clears throat> uh, then there was a few years where they had some residency requirements. It was four years, five years, 14 years. That kind of got set aside. I don't know, not through legal uh, 
means, but through different court challenges. And uh, that would make Kamala Harris an anchor baby because she was born in this country, yes, on soil, not blood, because neither one of her parents were or ever became American citizens. And she did not... uh, didn't uh, follow the residency requirements because when she was eight, her mother moved, taking Kamala with her, to Canada where she was raised and went to school. She didn't come back to the U.S. until she entered law school. And that's where, I don't know how she got a law degree, but she did. And that's where her her skyrocket, uh, yeah, her lip lock. On On her back. Yeah, Brooks, well, her, her lip lock on her political her career began. So it hasn't been challenged yet. And I think what they're doing is they're waiting for the challenge. Should Kamala Harris get on this escalator uh, going up to the White House uh, to the to the executive seat, the challenge to her citizenship is going to be made. It's going to be made because she's not a naturalized American citizen. She is a citizen by by soil, not by blood. So this is going to be decided. It's very quickly going to go to the Supreme Court, I would say, within about 45 minutes. Well, however fast it can go. And then the Supreme Court is going to have to make a decision on that clause in the 14th Amendment that talks about what is a naturalized citizen. It was a decision erroneously made by the State Department. Uh, by the way, in like 19, I think it was 1999. So it's it's not uh, an old decision. And then everybody born in this country, you know, birth tourism was born. Okay, just like that. It was just born. Yeah. And uh, now they estimate something like, I think, 7% of the population of this country are illegal citizens. They were citizens by birth, not by uh, being born to an American citizen. That's a lot of people. That's like 21 million people. Yeah. Enough to change, to sway the outcome of an election. Exactly Um, right. A couple of things. Old dog motion to vacate just requires a vote on the speaker's seat again. Doesn't remove. Yeah, it does remove. It's it's vacated. The motion to vacate vacates the speaker's seat and makes means that there's no speaker there will be an acting speaker temporarily but it's not an official speaker so therefore that person cannot become president there would be no speaker um ron says uh the debt is based on counterfeit money don't worry about it folks i agree um and gary says if they replace kamala first then that person would become president if biden is not in office they won't have time they won't have time this is all going to happen Boom, 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 like in one day, like Biden gone, Harris forced out, McCarthy voted out, President pro tempore, Senate switch. You know, like somebody may say, um, what, what happened, Blake? Somebody may, I didn't do that, Blake. I, I didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, I think before. my connection's getting a little wonky. And, and remember, we've already done this once before with Nixon. Remember, they forced Agnew out. He was the vice yeah. president. Nixon had to resign, which made the Speaker of the House, Gerald Ford, president mm-hmm. so they've so already rehearsed all, this before they know how to do it 
But they don't want McCarthy unless they can get something on McCarthy. They don't want McCarthy to be president. Right. Neither the Republicans nor the Democrats. So, uh, you know, this is going to be it's going to be very tricky to do. I think that's why it hasn't been done yet, even though, uh, you know, there's lots of grounds for uh, for putting Biden out to the nursing home. Yep. Uh, Ron Davidoff says, well, the fake Biden, whoever is Biden, it's not it's not the same guy. Uh, Cinema absolutely stole her seat. Cinema was a renter in one of my houses. Small world. She got caught red handed. Um, Rick Norman, well, she I was behind 30,000 votes on electri- election. Yeah. 30, yeah. And, I mean, that McSally was a terrible candidate, but she did she win. Was. Um, you know, Just because and, you're a helicopter and, pilot doesn't make you a great senator. Right. And the other the other creep, uh, Mark Kelly, that fucking creep married to that creep woman that got shot in the head. Um, you know, I know Kelly's what you're talking about. Creep. The guy who dresses like a Nazi, fuck Mark Kelly, stole his seat too. Uh, I recall Blake and I talking about how crazy the summer of 2021 was going to be. Here we are in 2023 and no changes. I swear I didn't see things that way. I agree. Um, oh, Ron says cinema privately laughed and said the voters are fucking morons. So that must have been fairly recent that she was a renter. Paul says Gerald Ford was never Speaker of the House. He replaced Agnew as Vice President under Nixon. He did. He was appointed by the Senate as Vice President oh, at I Nixon's see. request. That's right. He was. That's. I believe that's correct. He was not Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. So okay. we would appoint a replacement, which I think the deal has been made already, is going to be Adolf Newsom. <laughs> oh, really? That would be that would be sick. Um. Yeah, I just hope that I just hope that when um, when it all comes down, that it does come down so quickly they can't do anything uh, about it. Which okay brings us to some new scenarios I wanted to talk about. It brings us into another reason to remove Joe Biden. Okay, um, Jenna said on my day show that she sees Biden being removed when he attempts to start World War Three or gets us into World War Three. Uh, some things happened this week. The president of the old country, uh, in my case, uh, yeah, that one, let me just check the right one. Yeah, the president of the old country, in my case, Hungary, came out with this this week. Viktor Orban, the oh, yeah. president of Hungary, said, I'm sure if President Trump were president today, there'd be no war. Um Inflicting Europe and Ukraine. By the way, I was at Duran Duran the other night. I saw this guy there. If mental illness was a picture, <laughs> that's it. That's like that's nuts. Nice. Um, and then he said, uh, "Share this tab instead." And then he went on to say some other interesting stuff. If I can just find it, where is it? Uh, here it's, it's not a good business idea, anyway. Uh, you would rather there was a different leader. I, of the no, United I would. States. I would rather say that uh, you know, the American Democrats are far more ideologically led than the Republicans, and the Democrats always like to convince you and sometimes force you how to live. And I don't like it. We have our own culture. The culture defines how we live. Don't interfere, please. Don't educate us. Don't say what is good, what is bad, what is liberal. So, you know, we don't like that. It's not your job. But it's is- not the job of the Americans and any other nation. It's the Hungarian job. That's, that's so simple. Donald Trump understands it. That's important. As the head of the United States, okay, you know. So he came out very, very strongly. And before we get to the next part of this, um, 
I'd like to ask you guys, what do you think of the, I mean, it, it takes guts to go against the grain like that. The president of Hungary, Blake, what, what do you think about him saying that out loud? He said the quiet part out loud. What do you think? Yeah, I think it maybe he's seeing that the, uh, the American empire is uh, kind of, you know, weakening. They're seeing a, a change in the uh, way the world is uh being run now especially with 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 bricks and russia and the ukraine war we just don't and then just seeing all these different countries you know are they going to go into the you know the world economic forum or are they going to be um you know like like more pro-american so i'm not sure exactly what to take of this but it's nice to see some of these people coming out and, and calling it out um you know more countries you know pulling out of um the American uh, system that we've had for so long. So we've never well, been this weak before in our empire and for so long. So it's not just the American system. It's the globalist system, Hungary yeah, right. and Poland. Remember Hungary built a fence around its country and said, uh-uh, no refugees in our country. Yep. And Poland <laughs> did the same thing. And how much crime, rape, riots, how much did they have in their country? None. Zero. Yeah. Um, okay, Brooks, before we get your comment on this, I want to show you another video. This is, I think Paul Valley is his name on the show with, um, with judge uh, Napolitano, both of whom are fired from Fox news. I want to play this video. Um, and, and, and this is a longer one, it's three or four minutes and get your comments on the situation in. I think this is very serious. And I think that it's a response to us. Every time the Russians have evinced any interest in a negotiation of any kind, we've refused it categorically. We've presented ultimatum after ultimatum and insisted that unless the Russians pull out of Ukraine completely, not, not just Ukraine, but the new borders from 1957, which were never Ukrainian, and then ultimately humiliate themselves and bow down and beg for forgiveness, there can be no peace. I think Putin and his colleagues have finally come around to understanding this reality. I don't think they wanted to believe it. It's true. So if it is true, and you, you take, for instance, the recent announcement where President uh, Biden said, well, w we should send the Ukrainians attackums. These are the Army tactical missile system. Right. that reaches out 200 miles, still delivers a relatively small warhead, but it's nonetheless a, a good-sized warhead that can do a lot of damage. We said from the beginning that we were not going to provide these kinds of long-range strike weapons to the Ukrainians. Now, all of a sudden, we're going to do it. If you are a Russian and you're listening to this and watching this, you reach the inevitable conclusion that we are escalating. Every time, every time we make an announcement, every time Biden speaks, the war escalates. Remember, if you go back to the beginning, we're not sending tanks. We're not going to send any aircraft. Uh, whatever we do send is going to be for defensive purposes. All of that is gone, and everything now is one-upsmanship. We're going to send F-16s. Of course, the F-16 is useless without AWACS and a significant ground infrastructure, but you know, suddenly we're going to send... F-16s. Pretty soon somebody's going to say send F-15s, I suppose. And oh, by the way, now we're going to send ATACMs that reach out 200 miles. 
And Putin has said, well, you know, if you listen to his comments just within the last 24 hours where he talked about the recent strike on the military intelligence headquarters in Kiev, uh, that was struck, I think, either by an Iskander missile, tactical ballistic missile, or Kinshaw missile, killed large numbers of people, destroyed the entire headquarters, and I think it killed probably several NATO officers, mm -hmm. about which we're hearing nothing. And that's something we should hear about. We should know the truth. If Americans are dying over there, along with Frenchmen and British and other officers, then for God's sakes, tell us. But they're not going to, obviously. But Putin has said, well, we, we've often talked in the past about hitting the quote-unquote decision centers. Well, now they will. And Russian intelligence has always known where everything is. You cannot hide from this overhead surveillance. They've got the equivalent to the National Security Agency and the equivalent of the CIA. They can see everything and hear everything. So now they can systematically go after all of these headquarters filled with the so-called decision makers. I think that's just the beginning. And now we're being told, well, you know, the, we're going to have to hold the line in Ukraine until the Russians retreat. Well, the Russians aren't going to retreat. They're going to roll up everything into the Dnieper River they're going to retake Kharkov and Odessa. They're going to pause one more time. And then if nothing happens, they're going to move all the way to the Polish border and Romanian border. But if you're going to do that, what do you need to do in advance? What Prigozhin outlines. So we've succeeded now in pushing the Russians to the brink of national war mobilization. Congratulations. That's what everyone in Europe wants. They want 2 million Russian troops on their borders. Mm. Right? And this is the great gift of President Biden and uh, our friend Lindsey Graham and a host of other fools who don't know what they're talking about, who have put us in this very tenuous position. Okay. Well, Comments. Yeah, Colonel Paul is exactly right. Uh, it goes a little bit further than that, a couple things that he missed. When that uh, headquarters was hit in Kiev, by the way, they're still denying that ever happened. They're saying that's fake news. Even Snopes came out and said, nope, never happened. Yeah. But uh, they've, been, they've been walking with their tails tucked between their legs for a while. Even Victoria Newland is moving around pretty quietly. She was sighted down in Sudan. And there was bloodshed down there. And then she went uh, further north into Nigeria and there was bloodshed there. So we're seeing all this happen. But let me get back on point. Uh, the point is, he's right. They, the, only the president of the United States has quasi negotiated with Putin and made promises to Putin. NATO's not going to advance. Na Clinton did it. Obama did it. The presidents keep making this promise. But then when NATO moves, Putin comes back and says, wait a minute, I, th I thought you said you weren't going to move, that you you've now moved further east, you've moved f further north, and you've taken this and taken that, and you attacked Serbia, and this is, this is getting alarming now. And they go, well, do you have anything in writing? So it's been the U.S. that has been disingenuous from the very beginning. So when Putin pushed, this was, um, I believe, around Thanksgiving of 2021, when he pushed, uh, NATO came back and said, well, we're just going to have to make th this decision on the battlefield. And so Putin said, well, battlefield it is then. And in February, he moved in. 
and made his position uh, known. Now, the interesting thing is the way they do this position, like when they took Bakhmut. They could have blown all the bridges up and blown all the roads up and taken Bakhmut in one day, no problem. But that's not what they did. They went in, they attacked, and they left the roads and bridges intact. And then they withdrew. And they waited for the Ukrainians to advance back into Bakhmut over those roads and bridges. And then they went in and pounded the shit out of them again. They killed over 55,000 Ukrainian troops in Bakhmut doing that tactic. And they didn't learn. They just kept coming back in and getting hammered again and again and again. When they were done, they went in with incendiaries and burned everything organic to the ground. And by the way, I don't know if you've seen the, I've had a friend of mine send me some pictures from uh, Moldova, or not Moldova, but uh, uh, Mariupol. And there's construction material everywhere. The streets look like, like downtown Charlotte. They're beautiful, beautiful trees, cars parked everywhere, no trash, no broken windows. They are rebuilding Mariupol so fast, you cannot believe it. It looks like Lowe's stacked down the middle of the roads down there where they're rebuilding stuff so fast. It's incredible. And the, and the people love it. They absolutely love it. And when they attack, they send these drones into Russia, it just galvanizes the Russian people. Now they really want to fight. And when you get the oldest superpower in the world motivated to really fight and you got like 80 90% well 87% support by the people you got a real problem yeah you do there's no question about that uh like i guess you know neither one of us are military strategists or we don't have as much background as as i mean i'm pretty good at it but it it looks to me like the nato spring offensive is not happening. <laughs> Spring is almost over. They blew up all their weapons depots. The other thing is, where are the Russians getting all the money for this? Well, they have a gold-backed currency. They've had a gold-backed currency yeah, for what? They're making more money than they've ever made in the history of their country. Why? Exactly. Because Joe Biden made the oil rare and expensive. Yep. And and that shot up, and they're being paid in gold back rubles and so forth, and so they are uh, they are taken off. I guess what I want to get with you or get your opinion on is, I mean, it, it seems to me that if NATO, I'm not saying the U.S., but if NATO tries to take this on, I mean F-16s. I don't care how how new the avionics are in that thing. It's a 1970s airframe. I mean, late 1960s airframe. It cannot take on. The Soviet fifth gen, fourth gen, or even their SU twenty sevens and MiG twenty nines, it cannot take them on. Well, it can't. It can't uh, stand up against the S three hundreds and S four hundreds either. Right, and and again, if they have to base them in Poland, when you tell the Poles that, they're going to say, "Well, wait a minute, aren't the Russians going to come after?" It's only going to take one airstrike on a Polish airfield, to my mind, for the Poles to say, "I think you need to go go alone." I mean, don't we feel like, like I got to. It feels to me like we are on the brink of this thing coming to an end. But am I right or am I wrong? What do you think? Um, well, well go no, ahead. I mean, they keep um, prolonging this thing. I don't think they're going to go very far. They're trying to escalate it, but uh, the Russians have the uh, the upper hand here, and they do appear to be out of moves. They can keep you know bringing in this uh, new weaponry. I don't know where they're going to get soldiers. Uh, if they're F-16s, that means they're going to have to be flown by, I would assume, NATO alliance. I don't know if they can train Ukrainian soldiers to to use all this advanced equipment if they had it. 
So that is going to bring another problem because not then it's not the proxy war, then it's an actual war. Um, that's not going to end well for anybody. Uh, but you do get it's nice to see that interview and it, you see why <laughs> that wasn't allowed on Fox because they don't let you hear that uh, angle of the, uh, the Ukraine war, maybe a little bit with Tucker, but they got rid of him too. Um, so, I mean, when all else fails, as uh, the great uh, Gerald Salente said, they will take you to war and they are really desperate, but yeah, they're losing. And the more they do, the more they're, they just keep getting stuck. So I don't know how it's going to end. So maybe they will uh, escalate things for the wrong way. And maybe that's why where uh, Biden is finally uh, removed, uh, to help with uh, with Jen's uh, prediction, I'm not sure. So, but very yeah, exciting. We'll see. we'll we'll see what the reason is, or if there's a, that's the private reason, but the public reason is something different. Now, I also heard that. Uh, sorry, Brooks, did you have something you wanted to add to my question? Well, I mean, we heard the the colonel talk about uh, the decision making centers. Where do you think those are? Yeah, London, yeah. Uh, Virginia. Yeah. You, know, you don't think they can hit those decision-making centers? Maybe not with a missile, but with some other kind of weapon that would immobilize those areas? Of course they can. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I think they'll start with Brussels, to be honest with you. It's like, but, um, I, I mean, you know, so here's the situation. It could look really bad, but within hours, literally, we could have Major airstrikes against NATO, NATO decision-making quarter headquarters, Russian troops and tanks moving across Ukraine and retaking Kiev and Odessa and Kharkov and all those cities. And we could collapse, we could default on the debt and collapse the Chinese economy in the same day, literally at the same time. By the so way, it's like three it, it, we're literally teetering on the brink. Which way is it gonna go, right? I'm demanding the release of Gonzalo Lira, too. Yeah, well, and all the January 6th prisoners and and everybody like that. So um, <clears throat> I, I'd like to say we're on the offensive. I don't know if we are. Okay, before we go to the next subject, I want to just remind everybody that these videos get taken down almost as soon as they're done off of YouTube. You can always find us on Rumble, or you can go to mikebarra.blogspot.com. And you can always find the videos. Here's tonight's uh, Friday Night Power Trio with Mike, Blake, and Brooks. Uh, also going to be speaking at the Alien event in Las Vegas. Dr. Brooks is going to join me there. And don't forget, of course, we're doing the show in North Carolina next week. But I also want to remind you, please, to visit our wonderful sponsors, the uh, CBD Gurus at cbdgurus.com. You go to the shop, go to wholesale, slide down to Mike B. Wholesale, type in the discount code, which is A-L-I-E-N, and you get not only these wonderful, healthy CBD products for your health, but you also get 5 million Bolivar, 10 million Bolivar, 15 million Bolivar, and some ACV gummies, depending on your level of participation. And that goes till um, starting June 2nd for a week. Uh, so that's today, Central Time 2023. So go in there and pick up some currency just in case that thing happens. Also, you can find TV's Blake Wally over on the Next Level News. Blake, why don't you tell us what's going on over at the Next Level News? Oh, there I am wearing the same hat because I didn't bother to take a shower <laughs> on that show either. <laughs> well, 
Not a lot of uh, shows this week. I had a couple of uh, major events. Uh, my dad had uh, surgery, had his appendix removed, and then I took a trip to uh, Nashville to see Brian, who's on the screen there, uh, for a trip out there. So I've been uh, busy. I haven't slept a lot. It's been crazy. But uh, hopefully we'll put a weekend uh, kind of a highlight or something, um, maybe Saturday or Sunday. So I'll put some uh, fresh material up there. A lot of great uh, news stories this week, but none so far uh, posted. But you still got Alex Jones without his shirt on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotta Classic. Off. That's gotta come off there. Uh, Dr. Brooks Agnew, uh, why don't you share with us everything that's going on over at uh, the Brooks? agnew.com website and where people can get their Ivan and Ron. Yeah, the easiest way, you see it right there where it says health and aging. It's all the way on the right-hand side there. You click on that and it'll take you right to the site where uh, you can get your Ivan and Roxy or you can click on that therapeutics button. We try to make it as easy as we can. It's right there at the top, big blue button, Ivan and Roxy special reports and that's where you can... Uh, pick it up and by the way if you scroll down just a little bit you're going to see a timer all the way at the bottom yeah see that timer that gives you five yeah. minutes if you buy within that five minutes you get five dollars off five that that's five. designed because i have a lot of people going to the site not many people buying so that five dollars off is to motivate you buy while you're in there for the first five minutes and you get that five bucks off that's a big discount because we just uh, raised it three dollars to pay for shipping and handling. So I'm you're you're getting that and two dollars more. So uh, it's a great deal. <clears throat> we want to get this stuff and, out you there. Know, you know, Brooks, it's it's odd. I um I want to share this, but I don't want to share this because I want to keep it under the radar because we can still get it from you. Yeah. Jen Jennifer Falladoring, friend of the show. You know. She bought from somebody else, not from you, but she bought because she wanted to get some antibiotics. So she got some antibiotics mm -hmm. which you don't have on your site and had some Ivan thrown in. And the FDA intercepted her mail, opened it up, which is a felony, by yep. the way. There's no justification for that. Nothing that they can do. And told her she could not have her medicine that she paid for and took her money. So she lost her money. Well, it didn't take her money, but they... You know, she lost her money, lost her mail, total violation of the law. So it's like part of me doesn't want anybody but those of <laughs> us who are paying attention to have access because I am really concerned that uh, the evil powers that be are going to um, going to intercept this. Uh, well, they, they, so far. they have taken their shots. We cannot ship to Canada. We can't ship to New Zealand anymore. They took my PayPal account. They took my Shopify account. They took my Venmo account. They took my YouTube account and all the ad uh, revenue I had from there. And they even stopped my Social Security for two months. I managed to get it back. But these bastards are trying to stop us from saving lives. And they haven't yet. We're still shipping. Yep. Damn. And they are pieces of... Look, I'm sorry. People like that need to be executed. Okay, they, they need to. They need to. Uh, they, the people that are trying to prevent you from taking care of your own health through your own health choices, they need the death penalty. That That's the only way this will never happen again, is if there is a precedent established that if you keep people 
from saving their own lives or the lives of their family members, you have to pay the ultimate price in return. So no way around that. All right. Um, there was a UFO briefing this week, and I refuse to say UAP because it's a stupid moniker. UFO meeting this week in Congress where they showed some evidence. And one of the things that they put out, which I thought was relatively interesting, is they kind of debunked one of these videos that was released by the Pentagon. This is the so-called Go Fast video. Let's just watch it real quick. There's the uh, gimbal video. Um, okay, I don't hear any sound. That's because I've got it. We don't see anything yet. Yeah, I don't hear it either. Uh, it's possible the audience might, but. Okay, are you guys not hearing that? We're not hearing Audio? it, not seeing it. Okay, oh, you're not seeing it. Okay, well. Do this again. All right. There we go. All right. All right. Exactly my point. It's a little less than two thirds of speed of sound. This description is repeated on the To The Stars Academy page, where the video was first released. A white oval shape moving at high speed, flying very low over the water. But is it really low and fast? No, it's not. It's actually high and slow. And we can prove this with the information in the video. There's a bunch of numbers on screen. The altitude of the jet is pretty constant at 25,000 feet. The calibrated airspeed in the lower left is also fairly constant at around 255 knots, which gives a true airspeed of 370 knots when you correct for the 25,000 feet pressure altitude. The jet is flying straight at first, but after locking on, it banks about 13 degrees to the left. I extracted this information by feature tracking the ends of the horizon line, so the jet's turning a little bit to the left. The number at the top is the angle of the camera relative to the front of the jet. It goes from 35 degrees left to 58 degrees left. The number in the middle left is the camera's downward tilt. It goes from 22 degrees down to 35 degrees down. One of the more important numbers here is the range number on the right hand side labeled RNG. This is the distance to the target in nautical miles. It does not show up until the target is acquired, but then it goes from 4.4 nautical miles to 3.3 nautical miles. So we can use all these numbers and how they change over time to do two things. Firstly, we can calculate how high the object is. That isn't too complicated. We know the angle the camera is looking down at, and we know the distance to the object. So the height of the object below the camera it's really just simple trigonometry. It's the range multiplied by the sine of the downward angle. If you take the object at the start and the end of the tracking, we get 4.4 nautical miles times the sine of 26 degrees gives us 1.92 nautical miles below the plane. Then at the end, 3.4 nautical miles times the sine of 35 degrees gives us 1.95 nautical miles, about the same then it's an object that's around 13,000 feet above the water. And it's also being viewed from a jet at 25,000 feet. So basically it's halfway between the jet and the ocean surface. 
This is very important because it means the perceived motion of the object against the ocean surface, even if uh, it stopped. Well, anyway, moving very slowly, or even if it were not moving at all, would be the same as the speed of the jet itself. This parallax effect is hugely magnified by the high zoom, which is set to NAR, narrow, or around 1.5 degrees field of view. So, we've already seen the unidentified analysis is wrong. It's not close to the water at all. It's at 13,000 feet. But is it, as they say, it's hauling Th that's ass. That's exactly my point. It's a little less than two-thirds the speed of sound. Hauling ass and two-thirds the speed of sound. No. Not even close. It's going as slow as 20 to 40 knots. Just wind speed at that altitude. We can determine this with some slightly more complex analysis. All right. So we know that the jet and the object. There. So in fact, guys, um, in fact, it is going 40 miles an hour. And it's um, actually the jet's movement that's creating the, the uh, effect of movement across the water. So um, I want to give due credit to somebody named Mick West, who is apparently a debunker, but he debunked this previously. I guess I'm on the same side. You know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend um, uh, who debunked this previously. And, and you know, again, I've done, I think, really terrific debunkings of the Calvine UFO, Jeremy Corbell USS Omaha video. We had we had Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp coming out with the flares this week. There were, there were five flares that were launched by the military on April 20th, which they're trying to pass off as a boomerang UFO in the sky over the 29 Palms military base where they were having a, uh, a military exercise that night. So this comes back to the reality of the situation, Lake, which is that this is all political. So I got to ask you, why do you think the government and now NASA helping them is, is like kind of trying to pass this stuff off as as UFOs or alien spacecraft when it's pretty easy to debunk them. Um, pretty easy to debunk them as stuff, just an ordinary aircraft or balloons even. Balloons. I think that thing's going at the speed of the going at the speed of the wind. It could just be a balloon, right? Yeah, I guess at that speed. So I don't know why they just keep throwing this out, just trying to uh, distract and confuse everybody. I, I guess at this point they're just they're just toying with us now. They're never gonna just be a you know deliver everything and, and give us the truth. They're constantly gonna twist things and try to uh, control and micromanage everybody and just throw stuff around. I don't know. So it's yeah, the I end mean, of I... times, the end of our civilization, and now the, yeah, the elites are just toying with us. <laughs> it's like they put all this alien crap out there. And, and you know, some of it is opportunism. I mean, I, I called Corbella Huckster on Twitter this week because I think he is. I mean, you, you know, somebody had him on and said, UFO expert Jeremy Corbell. And I'm like, he's not a fucking UFO expert. He's a movie maker. He makes movies. I bet he knows a lot more than I do about cameras and lenses. I'll give him that. But there's no jack shit about UFOs because everything he puts out turns out to be, you know, not anything unusual. Right. Here's the other thing, Brooks. Even if that thing was going three quarters of the speed of that, a sound, that's that's normal. That's conventional aircraft. It's about 565 miles an hour. That's not anything special. Flying in a straight line, I mean, 
my head's exploding and you got all these people on ufo twitter you know all excited about this stuff oh government disclosure is it just that there's this mentality like people there are people that are authority figure driven and people that are information driven i think we're all information driven we make our conclusions based on the information because we're smart enough to analyze yep. it then there's people that just want to be told by the smart guys what the truth is, but if they're lying to you or they're bullshitting you for some other reason, you're never going to get to the truth, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Am, and, am I crazy? Well, you just take their word for it because of the authority, not because of the actual evidence. And we're talking about something flying about 450 miles an hour, which is about a turboprop, you know, if, if that. But if we're really talking about parallax, which means... You know, if I hold my cell phone up in front of me doing a selfie video and I move in a circle, the room behind me appears to be moving very fast. Yep. That's what we're yep. talking. That's what we're talking about parallax. When they're putting the gun camera or the gun sight or the infrared camera on the target, but they're flying at 450 miles an hour, 500 miles an hour it's going to make it look like that target is moving across the water at 450 miles an hour. Yeah. And, and again, like you said, it, it's pretty simple to do the trigon. I mean, I don't do math, but if you have all that information, range to target, all that, you can do trigonometry. And yeah, it's, it's not at, it's about 13,000 feet. It's not close to the water. So it's not moving fast. It's moving 40 miles an hour with the wind. It's probably a balloon. It's probably a freaking balloon getting blown along by the wind. And the question becomes, why? Why did the Pentagon release these as if they were UFOs, powered craft, when everybody knows they're not? And again, my USS Omaha, Calvine UFO photo analysis, I, I feel like I, yeah, that's mine. I came up with those. They're, they're not UFOs. Why is the government trying to pass off because what they want to do is they want to take all the Stephen Greer followers and make them look like fools. Okay. Blake, do you think it's that, or do you think that they're setting us up for the fake alien invasion with all this crap? I think it probably. I think they put these things together and they have multiple different purposes. So yeah, they can discredit a lot of people, or they get people confused or infighting or fighting over bogus information or what they think is real. And it just undermines everybody's legitimacy. And, uh, yeah. Joe Rogan, you need to have me on your show. Me and Brooks on your show. Oh, that would be. I've been on his show once before, but another show. Well, I never have. It was another show. I, I, Gino, Gino, if you're out there, Gino, Gentilly, get me on Joe Rogan so I can straighten him out on all this shit. Because I can show you some UFOs. I can show you some videos of real either secret space program or alien spacecraft in low Earth orbit from the space shuttle that you cannot debunk. They are undebunkable. But this shit is not it. So, again, it's just back to the – I was at, um, again, Climate Fraud Arena the other night for Duran Duran. And, you know, coming soon, Blink-182. And I guess, well, after all that money he wasted on his stupid, you know, uh, to the Stars Academy, Tom DeLonge needs, needs some more money. Although, God, I can't, I can't imagine. I just can't imagine. I, I don't know. I, didn't, I never liked it. All right. Um, I want to leave you guys with one other thing before we get out of here tonight. Um, actually, there's a couple things, but one that I think is really interesting. I don't want to talk about Phil Godlowski a lot. 
But Phil, you know, has a relatively large audience. I don't think it's anywhere near what he makes it out to be. But, you know, he's made an audience for himself. But he claimed to have an Intel live stream a couple days ago. And what he said is this stuff is getting ready to go down. It's going to happen. There is going to be a shutdown. You know, he tried to sell people his special Internet streaming thing and all this crap. But um, he said, you're going to start seeing a military presence where you don't expect to see it. And you should not approach these people. He said, you're going to see military people. They're going to be fully armed. You're going to see military vehicles. You're going to see them in major cities like and major airports like LAX and Newark and Dallas and Chicago and Miami. Now, I cannot confirm this, but I did get a picture from someone who claims they just took this the other day or today at the Miami airport. Let me see if I can actually share mm. um, my telegram screen here successfully with all of the issues we've had. Share screen, window, telegram. This is a picture of soldiers at the Miami airport, and um, they're armed. This lady, this one, has uh, a clip, a magazine, in her rifle, and they're all marching through the um, the airport. So this seems to me like it it fits that exact description. So I want to know, what do you guys think? Um, what do you think? Because this guy says, my brother in Miami sent me this. He is a sleeper still. I told him about Phil's intel, and he didn't believe me. He has his wife and kids. They just flew into this. He said, what the hell is going on? Because these people were armed. Study this photo. They're not traveling. She has her gun out. And there's a magazine in it. They're also wearing bulletproof gear. That may be true. They are ready to shoot. Um, anybody take this seriously? Either one of you guys? Yeah, I take it seriously. I mean, the last time I was in Germany, you see armed guys with body armor on. But that's Germany. You don't see that in the United States. Not at airports. You, you don't see weapons out with a mag in, in No. You just, you, you, I, I just, I've never seen that, at least. And, and, you know, military people, when they travel, do not have their guns. They are there to guard something or to prepare for something. So what are they preparing Did you for? see Bruce Willis anywhere? Yeah, no, I did not see Bruce Willis anywhere. I did not. Okay. Um, yeah, there could be some kind of threat. Yeah, I don't know if there's, yeah, but it's see it from russia or china or some other kind of threat or they know something internally and they're uh, preparing for something and they're not going to share that with the public obviously so okay but, gary yeah. chop says it's been solved picture traced to las vegas december 29 2017. all right well got all excited good job that's what always happens that's what always happens okay gentlemen any other subjects you want to bring up tonight before we well, hit the road. I wanted to bring up one. It was a graph. I sent it to you in your email. Oh, yes, I got it. I got uh, it. Let me see if I can. This graph is very interesting because it's a very large study and it really puts in perspective what the hell is going on with these jabs. It turns out they uh, looked at the illness, just regular illness level of people that have had just the jab, one booster, two booster, three booster, four booster, and they tracked them large numbers of them over time and guess what they found each successive booster 
you get sicker and sicker and sicker and it's it's consistent this kind of these kinds of statistics are so compelling it's going to make the entire cdc nih world health organization argument for the vaccine fall apart i mean their whole motivation is to to make you susceptible to ordinary illness so that you get run down and die eventually get pneumonia and you die and that's why it's so important that you clean these spike proteins out of your blood and the way to do that uh, is ivermectin ivermectin will get the spike proteins out of your blood. look at this look at this trend there's no noise there's no noise in this at all blue green red black each one of those are successive boost levels this is extremely compelling statistics and it's over a large body of uh, of people well and the thing about this too um you know I, I mean i thought about that that crazy guy with the um with the mask on at the duran duran concert and and i thought geez you know he probably had all the boosters and everything i i could have caught spike proteins from that fucking guy so <laughs> i should what, really that's what I, I every time i go out in a large group and i was just up at the up at the uh Journey to Truth conference in Grafton, Illinois. I took ivermectin yeah. every day. You don't know who you're going to be exposed to. And you're yeah. right. These spike proteins do shed, and you can pick them up. And when you do, you can get ill. So take the ivermectin, and that will keep you safe. I know, I know, I sound like the, the crazy supermodel that ran the CDC for a while. But I, I have 22,000 people we've distributed to. Zero went to the hospital. Zero. Mm-hmm. Zero ever have. Um, yes, get your ivermectin. From right. Dr. That's it. What's the expiration uh, date on that? It should be like 2025. Uh, I don't know. I got my computer glasses on. 2024. 2024. Okay. Well, 11, I, I think we're getting close to 2025 lots now. So this stuff is okay. it's hermetic. Don't ever throw it away, though. Keep the old ones. Yeah. Keep the old ones because they, they could come in handy. And, and we also have uh, evidence that it fights all kinds of cancers, prostate, yep. breast cancer, brain cancer, melanoma. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, liver. I mean, this is really a wonder drug. It's crazy how effective this is against all kinds of cancers. Yep. Um, one other thing that I thought was interesting about this this week was pointed out by somebody that have you noticed that since February of uh, 2022, when Putin went in and took out the supposedly, according to people, the left, mm-hmm. fake bio labs that don't that no longer exist anymore? First, they said there were no bio labs. Then I think it was Newland yeah. who admitted. But we've got to keep him from taking the bio labs because he could get access to stuff he could weaponize. So there's the, we there's no bio labs, but we got to keep him from taking the bio labs because if he does, he can weaponize what's in there. So there are there are bio labs, but have you noticed, Brooks and Blake, there have been no new COVID variants since Vladimir Putin took out the bio Bingo. labs. Bingo. Hmm. Interesting. Anybody else that? No new COVID variants. Wonder where they're working on them now. Also, Brooks. If I know these bastards, if they have the money, they are going to work on a variant that is going to be resistant to ivermectin. They're going to try that. 
Hopefully they can't do it, but I think they're definitely going well, to Well, fortunately, that. the ivermectin works on the spike protein. That's the active business end of the coronavirus. That's what hooks it up with your with your cells in your body. And what we're really trying to do is stop the microclotting. Once this stuff attaches to your blood cells, the blood cells get sticky. They start bonding together and forming these clots. And that's part of what kills you. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, dose and duration, Ron, there are charts on the web to pick them up. Human dose ivermectin. Uh, you always take the full run of all, all 10 pills. Uh, to my mind, I take two. Um, you're probably pretty close to that. Remember, though, if you got to look at these charts because some of them are set up for three milligram pills. There's three milligram pills and there's 12 milligrams. What Brooks gives you is the 12s. So if it says take six pills, make sure that's the three milligram pills, not the 12s, because you don't want to take six a day of the 12 milligrams. So be careful of that, Ron. But read, the, go get those charts and read them for your weight. It will tell you how much to take. God damn, I'm jealous. 100, I haven't weighed 160 pounds since like 1991. So, uh, <laughs> mindset 12. Yeah, and you know what my my ex wife said? Yeah, when you get done losing the weight, you're going to look great. And at that moment, I knew she was insane, and it was time for me to divorce her. <laughs> at that moment, I knew I was looking at Miss Crazy Eyes. I'm like, this bitch is nuts. I mean, literally, I was starving myself and exercising two and a half hours a day after work, and I was just like. All right, Ron, uh, mine said 12 milligrams pill for every 150 pounds. That's right. So hard to cut and do. The pills are kind of small. They're hard to chop. Um, I'm not saying you can't overdose, but I don't think there's a huge risk in taking, you know, a little more than you need. Uh, at least I've never experienced a single side effect. <laughs> third year of third grade. Whatever, Ernest, whatever. I weigh 0.1 metric tons. Just to put that in perspective. 0.1 metric tons. All right. All right, Blake, any other stories you thought were really interesting or worth noting today that we did not cover? Um, I guess, you know, there's just more stuff with uh, McCarthy's under fire, whether it's the uh, the debt ceiling fiasco or whether he's uh, releasing more of the, the January 6th stuff. But, yeah, he's on a short leash, leash maybe, and we'll see what uh, happens out of that. Uh, there's other odds and ends, but I don't really know what to uh, touch on. I think we hit all the uh, the, you know, the important stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was good times again. Good. good. Brooks? Well, I just want to let everybody know we are making steady progress to taking the birth trilogy to TV. We had a very good team meeting yesterday uh, with some folks in the biz. And we are getting very close to getting that magic lunch. That is awesome. That is fantastic news. Good for you. All right. Uh, there will be no show next Friday because I will be I will be on UFO Twitter, though. There is a UFO Twitter thing called UFO Twitter Week, which starts next week. I will be on. Uh, it'll be a live stream on Twitter. Some of you are probably watching this on Twitter right now on my Twitter account or Blake's Twitter account. And we will be doing that. It won't be visual. I don't think it'll be visual. It'll just be like a radio program where we'll do a Twitter space for UFO Twitter Week. I forget the name of the girl I'm doing it with, but she's going to call me. I'll be there. Tom Reed will be on. Brooks will probably be there. TV's Blake Wally. We're going to get you to come out to uh, Spruce Pine from I'm gonna, Tennessee. I'm going to make every Tennessee. effort. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna make right. every effort. I'll say it's seventy-five percent for sure. Wouldn't that be awesome? We could right. we could like do a Facebook live stream, the three of us. We could. Oh, we yeah, could. Sure. Well, yeah. and then and then I'd lose my Facebook account. 
<laughs> we do it on my Facebook account. All right, well, we'll do it on yours. Uh, so that's the plan. I will be in Spruce Pine, North Carolina next week. Ladies, I'm going to have the new tank tops and T-shirts. I'm going to have the new tank tops and T-shirts. The Arizona election video. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. That's the causing a, a shitstorm down in Maricopa right now. So. Oh, the uh, Cary Lake. Yeah. But, but yeah. didn't. They found Didn't like the video the, of them playing, messing around with like the memory cards or something in the machines. Oh, no, the they, they, yeah, they opened up the machines. They broke the seal in the machines after yeah. it was over. Yeah. But again, didn't the Supreme Court of Arizona already rule against her? So what? What's the point? You have we've got the evidence. We have all the evidence to prove the fraud. Who do we take it to? Where Where do we go to get justice? I mean. Yeah, that's my problem. Does anybody know what good does it do us to have? Uh, that's that? what I told Wendy Rogers and and uh, uh, Fincham. I said, uh, "What? Who, who's going to administer the justice and when?" I said it face to face to them. I, I had friends standing state. right there with me. Yep, Fincham is deep state. Another guy. He probably doesn't. Well, this is treason worthy of the death penalty. I don't know, but he at least deserves to go to jail for twenty years. That's what I think. So. Um, and not a very fun jail either. We need to bring back hard labor for these people. Chain gang. 20 years at hard labor sounds good to me. All right, guys. Thank you for being here. Great show again on Friday. Enjoy your weekend. I will be traveling Wednesday. So my schedule with Jen, I think, is Monday, Wednesday. I'm catching my flight Wednesday afternoon. Um, we love you guys. Have a great weekend. Manchester City plays for the FA Cup, the Football Association Cup tomorrow. The second leg of the triple or the treble. Why do the British talk so stupid? <laughs> it's, it's three trophies. It's it's the Premier League title, which they've already won. The FA Cup, which is kind of like the Super Bowl tournament in British soccer. And then the Champions League, which is the European Championship. They win all three. They win three trophies. The triple. The British call it the treble. Okay? I'm sorry, you silly British people. Treble is a thing that you adjust on your stereo, your old vinyl stereo to bring the high end sound out a little higher. Or it's a hook, a hook you catch fish with. Exactly. Thank you. So it's not, uh, it's not. All right. So go Manchester City. Let's beat Manchester. Especially since we're playing those dirty red devil fucks, Manchester United tomorrow. Let's beat them, beat our crosstown rivals, establish our superiority. Go Blue, go City. That'll be great for TV's Blake Wally somewhere east of California and for Dr. Brooks Agnew in the Carolinas. We we may do something on Friday for five or ten minutes. Come in and yeah, say, hey, guys, be ready. here we are somewhere on some platform, Telegram or Twitter or something. Join us there. Find us there. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye, <laughs> say goodbye Brooks. Goodbye. Good night. All right. Good night.